0: it's time again for the scotty johnny podcast with your host scotty johnny himself john barnett and the ego himself cheddar talk Aaron flottom talking wisconsin sports nfl through d 3 D college hockey doesn't matter two mics two crusty vets two opinions one based in reality and one based in what do you bet on twitter
1: with music by delete great
0: cars and trucks Here's John and Aaron. Welcome, welcome, one and all. Welcome to the Scotty Johnny Podcast. I'm your not so good host, John Barnett. And with me this week, we bring you Joshua Barnett. Hello. And uh, basically, Aaron is up in Superior. He's feeling so much better than the rest of us. He's superior. Just looking down on everybody. It's like Owen. Since they're so superior. Uh, No, he's up there for the holidays and spending time with family. And it's going swimmingly from uh, from what I've heard. Or it's not. I don't know. But I won't let you know. <laughs> that's between me and Aaron. I haven't even told Josh.
1: It's, yeah, that's personal. We yeah. respect that.
0: Right. Yeah. And uh, anyhow, uh, you can follow this show. We'll get this out of the way since we don't have Aaron to kind of vamp with me here. Uh, <laughs> let's say you can follow the show on Twitter at Pod. You can find me on Twitter at notsohumblehost. You can find Aaron on Twitter as well. Uh, he's at Cheddar Talk. And I know Josh is on Twitter.
1: Let him know. At JoshBarn66. Boom. That's how we roll.
0: All right. We don't have a ton to go over this week. Uh, we're recording this right before the Badger game starts. and We don't have a Badger bowl game starts. So we don't have a ton here with that. We'll touch on that more next week when we have Aaron back. Uh, but we are going to go over the, because of the holidays, we didn't have it one last week. We're just going to kind of talk through uh, a couple things here, and it might be a short podcast this week. But anyhow, uh, let's get everything started right away with what we like to call our main event. Starting things off with the main event. All right, so for main event, we are going to cover two weeks of Packers, uh, and we've got two wins. Uh, yeah, not
1: to see that coming.
0: This is the second three-game winning streak, right? I think so. Yeah, because they lost against the Vikings, won three straight, didn't win again for forever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then they went three straight, and now we have seven and eight. Correct. Yes. Jeez. Um, that the we're happy that they're winning. Yes. We talked about this with with Andy Herman. I know you listened, Josh. Mm-hmm. Um, it it's nice to make the playoffs. The one big thing, I guess, obviously, is if we're making the playoffs. Then what are the odds that Joe Barry's gonna keep his job? I don't know. I they're really high. They are. If
1: one them gone,
0: <laughs> I think they're really high. And this is the worst part: is um, th- this game, this game against Miami this week. It-, it seems like the defense. First off, the defense did things. They got a fumble recovery, forced fumble, fumble recovery, and three picks in the second half.
1: Yes, and then, but we also Tua did get concussed again. So and that it, does play a factor.
0: Yes, and it appears that that happened in the first half uh, when it was twenty to ten. So from that point out, um, he overthrows several balls. Uh, best described, obviously, by the way that
1: Jair Alexander. <laughs> yes,
0: Jair Alexander's <laughs> like, oh no, is he? And I'm like, oh wow, is he really going to overthrow this? That was the best. <laughs> <laughs> It was beautiful. If you have not listened to Jair Alexander explain the interception, it's the greatest thing I, I've heard all week. And it was Christmas this week, so that should tell you something. Was like, that, that was basically a Christmas gift, because they just threw it right at him. He's in he, zone he was like,
1: he Oh, he's fast, so I moved back. Is he really going to overthrow it? Oh, wow. <laughs> just love it. <that. laughs> yeah.
0: Um, but I mean, some of those picks were the one was was actually a, a fairly good uh, zone coverage with a man look. Like Rasul Douglas sticks with his man, follows him on the short inside route. Uh, Giseki's coming out on the deep out. Uh, it might be a deep kind of flag route, um, like a cor- post-corner type thing. So he's coming, dying a little across the other way, and Rasul passes off his guy and steps back and is suddenly in the passing lane. Um the other one is a, a rotating overplay by uh, Devondra Campbell. He rotates over from the middle linebacker spot into the throwing lane. And Tua just never looked him off and just threw it right to where he could get his hands on it. Uh, and they were moving on that drive. like that. You're just, you're sitting there watching that one. You're just like, and this is where we lose it all.
1: Yeah. I'd, I'm so surprised that Waddle and Tyreek didn't each have 200 yards.
0: And... I don't know how they win other than the four turnovers. Because Rodgers didn't look that good. No. No one on the offense looked that good. They would not give the ball to Aaron Jones. I have to assume he's more injured than... Than they're willing to admit. Yeah, more than we've been told. And there's the just lack of touches for him. Um, It it looked pretty good when Dylan's on the field, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, And the, the Lions coming together... Decently well. There was the one injury, so we had to bring... Nyman had to come out. We had to sit there and throw Newman out there at right tackle, which is not ideal. He's a way better backup. Yeah. He's way better when he's on the bench. Right? I I will agree with you on that. Yeah. I mean, like, if he's a backup who gets to play, he's not good at that. If he's a backup who never plays, that's fine. If he's just cashing a check, he can do that as well as anybody. You know what? The thing is, though, is so could I.
1: I'd be i'm amazing. not getting paid millions to do it
0: yeah i'd be i'd, I'd be very good at getting paid <laughs> and then never playing it down I, yeah. I would do that green bay let me know <laughs> uh but i don't know what were your your, your major thoughts on
1: uh, what it is that won this game because this is not one I, I pegged as a win. um just the turnovers is really a big thing um especially with kristen watson going out with the hip i mean it was we just were getting lucky because our offense was. Aaron Rodgers wasn't the best, and it was just. I feel like it was kind of just a Christmas miracle.
0: <laughs> it was like a. It was a weird flute game. Uh, let's try to look up the actual box score on what uh, Aaron gave us here. Uh, so Rodgers, two hundred thirty-eight yards, which is pretty average. And yeah, as a team, I'm trying to look. Because I've been doing some numbers on when they have non-quarterback runs, and we, we have to count one of Rogers' quarterback runs this week because it was a designed run, which is the craziest thing. I why did
1: we do a read option with 37 year old Aaron <laughs> Rodgers?
0: And I think he actually made the right read to pull it and go. <laughs>
1: this is not fast enough.
0: But Van Genkel is out there, and he he squeezed down without overcommitting, which is exactly how you're taught to play at that spot. Uh, so he squeezed down but didn't overcommit to the run and was able to outrun Rodgers cuz he's way more athletic than Rodgers right now and so yeah so Rodgers had 38 pass attempts we had uh, 19 non quarterback runs except for adding in the one for Rodgers 19 run attempts that also includes by the way the fake punt <laughs> talk to me about
1: that i mean like i don't know what's going on <laughs> i have no idea why we did that?
0: I love some aggressiveness, especially on special teams, because you got to be a bit crazy to play special teams, anyhow. Yeah, a little bit. But what was that play called? He just ran straight up the middle.
1: At least do like a pass from it or something, because it's just like, yeah, let's have this this like backup safety running up the middle.
0: No, something do pull, some sort of stretch play, some sort of pull or something. Like try to use. I mean, there's a ton of open space, generally speaking, out of a thing like that. And they ran straight into the only guys on the field. I and mean, there's nine guys straight ahead of you. Well, eight guys like, straight ahead of you. Two gu- gunners and the return man is forever away. And somehow just ran right at the eight guys in front of them. And it didn't work, oddly.
1: What? Yeah.
0: The, the Rams game, I think, was a better example. The Packers had a very good balance. Uh, run pass was roughly 50-50. I think it was 32 runs, 30 passes. And they committed to the run early, and it made Rodgers look better. Uh, I mean, like he had a seventy-eight point six rating in this game, but against the Rams, uh, he had. I get one second pull that he had. Well, he had a ninety-two point two rating, and that's throwing fewer passes. He also had two hundred twenty-nine yards versus two thirty-eight. So by throwing. 18 more passes he managed to complete for nine more yards and one more. (laughs) I mean, like, Rodgers is better when they run more. The team is better when they run more. The defense looks better generally when they're running more. That I don't understand. Because seriously, if I run these numbers, Josh, somebody in that building has run those numbers.
1: Yeah, I don't. I don't. know, The analytics guy just—they don't. They must not talk to him or something like like they. Maybe they just hate him.
0: Like I'm not stupid. You know I'm smart. Not like people say smart, but still, um, yeah. Somebody gets paid to just do this, and yeah. so that's weird. So anyhow, the Packers are somehow mathematically alive.
1: It beats me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> a little bit of a yawn in there, just so we can all know exactly where you are on that. I was just exhausted by the entire experience of this, but uh don't know what to do with that. I mean, here's where I am. And I'm not where a lot of Packer fans are at this point, but this is where I am. I'm not going to let them hurt me anymore. <laughs> That's just my feeling on this the season. Um, it, it's just come down to I, I've reached a mental state where I am just not going... I'm not going to be upset when they lose at this one because they should not win these games.
1: Yeah, I think me too. And I think it's also out of curiosity to see Jordan Love more. So I'm honestly, I won't be too hurt if we lose the Vikes because they are a better team. They are. We're not good.
0: Packers (laughs) are favored right now. ESPN predictor says 57.5% chance the Packers win. Packers favored by three and a half this week.
1: Free of money.
0: I don't know. <laughs> Packers are weird and the NFL's been weird this year, but I don't I don't want I don't know. I would never put I don't want to put money in the Packers just because I can't. I can't understand that. My head will not and my head and my heart will not speak to each other and I don't want that. So yeah, that's gonna be a rough one to, to kind of sit through, but the only thing is is that the Vikings while Yes, I mean they've won the games they've won, and I, I hate the the uh, it's just such a weak, lazy, dumb thing to, do like, well, they're the most fraudulent you know ten and thirteen team or whatever you know it's like, oh man, but do they have those wins? <laughs> then I don't care, because people said about the Packers a couple of years ago and then got the NFC title game and we were the most fraudulent thirteen and three team ever, and and we weren't. Because then we kept beating other teams. We just you know, had fluke losses in the NFC title games. When the Vikings win games, they win the games. Are they all close games? Yeah,
1: but they want they them. They do still win.
0: So, yeah. It, I'm not going to poo-poo 10 wins. I'm not going to poo-poo a division championship. They're the best team in the division right now. Yeah. It's- um, and they're getting better quarterback play from their guy Hillary we from ours. Although most of his numbers are... Just the fact that he is a volume passer.
1: And he has Justin Jefferson. <laughs> that helps.
0: Anyway, do you see Justin Jefferson says uh, he should be
1: considered the MVP? I don't think he should, but well, no. there's an argument for it, I guess.
0: Cooper Cup didn't get votes for MVP last year and was yeah. better.
1: I see what he's saying, but I don't agree with it. I think Mahomes still is I'm- that guy.
0: Yeah, and I don't think he's head and shoulders above any – I mean, like, there's several other receivers in
1: his category.
0: Like, Cup yeah. was so far away from the other receivers last year. There's a lot of guys putting up big numbers like that this year. So, it's, I don't know. Cooper Cup had more of a case. He's I great. Think, I would, I would, I would take him.
1: Oh, yeah, for sure. I, mean, I think
0: he's easily top five. Easily. I'm, I'm not trying to downgrade him, but it's hard for a receiver to be MVP. Um, I think you have have at least 2,000 yards. To be considered. That's I, I, what I'd say. Yeah, maybe. It's rough. Uh, it's hard. It, it's basically become a quarterback award. Um, Adrian Peterson won it, but he did get 2,000 yards. Yeah. Uh, so, <laughs> I don't know. It'll be interesting to see where it goes from there. But either way, um, I don't feel I, – I really honestly think this is kind of where the Packers season ends. I think that there's, they're still not mathematically completely out – if like the Lions also lose this week,
1: and then we need the Commanders to lose one more. Commanders and the Seahawks, I think if we need so much stuff to fall exactly our way. I think we got super lucky with it. I don't think it happens again.
0: If you check out Andy Herman at Andy Herman
1: NFL, uh, he had it on there. Something
0: I think it was like the loss, and then the Lions lost, and then we need the Commanders to lose twice, and then the Seahawks to lose once more. Or if if the Commanders, Seahawks, Lions, Packers, I think all lose this week, then there becomes a Packers versus lions for the final playoff spot next weekend. I think that's how it works I'd double check it. Andy's got it on there. Go check him out on Twitter. And he'll, he's got the exact numbers on that. So that's yeah, important.
1: I remember seeing it on my, <laughs>
0: uh, I don't know. I hate asking this question anymore, but because I've, I've been done with this so far, you know, but do you think the Packers went out?
1: No. Do they win one of these last two? I think they win one of them. I don't think they win two.
0: It'll be interesting playing in the cold, because it's been, it's been very cold recently, but it's going to warm up a bit here for these last two games. But it's still going to be cold, and it's going to be two dome teams playing in the elements to finish their seasons. The Vikings still have something to play for. They're not technically out for
1: the one seed yet. Yeah, but we play like three, I think, and yeah, the Eagles could, and the Eagles play earlier, but the Eagles, Eagles win the like clinch, so then Minnesota has nothing to play for.
0: Well, kind of just seating because they could fall a three yet because 49ers are only a game back, which as much as it matters, they if the Eagles win at noon, you're right to an extent that they they can't get a bye. and then do they care if they're the two or the three? I doubt it. That, that I mean, maybe though. You'd rather play. The worst team, I would think. Yeah.
1: They, and it's a division rival. You're not going to go easy on them just because.
0: No. You should not hope that they they give us nothing. In fairness, too, if anybody looks at this um, DVOA, this Vikings team is a bottom half team in terms of offense and defense. When compared to strength of schedule, their Their DVOA rankings are not not top of the league. They are in the bottom half of the league on
1: both. Um, you can run and throw on this team, <laughs> so. But again, I mean, like they're, they're, they're fraudulent, right? But they still win their games, even though they do this. So it it makes it seem easier for us, but I bet we won't capitalize. <laughs>
0: it's true. We'll see how it goes. Um, it's it's a three o'clock game, so I mean, it's not. It, you'd feel better if it was the night game because then you know Kirk Cousins will fall apart. Yeah, <laughs> Kirk Cousins <laughs> is not good in prime time, but. I don't know. Just just wait and see. I mean, now that we've kind of given up on the season, they're going to find a way to do this. Um, the one thing that worries me more than anything on these games, though, is um, Aaron Rodgers, now that they kind of have hope again, is kind of going to go, like, there's that chance he goes into that feeling of, I told you, and now it's my time, which is the worst thing that can happen. Because then he throws 48 times a game, and they should lose.
1: That is how we lose, by throwing 48 times a game when we have two really good backs. And and he's going to
0: throw deep on fourth and two. And he's under-throwing the deep ball. That whole game against Miami, they're like, oh, a lot of pass interference didn't get called there. They got away with some, but it's only pass interference because...
1: is just throwing it deep just to get the call. That's what he's doing.
0: Well, he's also under-throwing guys who are open.
1: Lazard had that guy beat and had to
0: stop and wait for it, and then got yeah. pushed off, and then the pick. Um, Did you see the Dobbs route throw where
1: the guy's all over me? so throw him off.
0: Yeah, he just, like, gets his hands <laughs>
1: off of him and makes the cut the outside. A great route. Still almost missed him. Yeah.
0: It's a great, great route, great catch. Uh, the Watson one where he gets bumped in the end zone. But he's got him beat by two steps. Like, throw him to the corner of the end zone. That's just a touchdown. Instead, we settle for a field goal. Yeah, the offense is problematic, but also the defense is. So we're even. We're very... Very balanced in our our. I mean, offensive we have
1: on the field. Our special teams unit is elite. You know, especially now, because Bo Melton comes. Bo common. Melton, if you listen to the podcast, you remember last year, just earlier this
0: this season, yeah, right before the Packers season. We've been season four of the podcast. <laughs> season four. If you go back to season four of the podcast, you'll see that there was some talk. Joshua, Aaron, and Jonathan all discussed Bo Melton. We talked about him. We loved him out of Rutgers. Um, very fast guy, good route runner.
1: And he has like a nine point three raz. Uh,
0: yeah, it's nine point two three. Um, so yeah, he's the top ten most athletic guys uh, in the receiver classes last year.
1: Four three four official forty. <laughs> Woo. I hope I I don't know if he'll get many snaps, but I'm, I've, I'm telling you, when Cobb is gone, <laughs> this is next Cobb. Also on the field, I have seen. Um, rookie wide receiver from Nebraska.
0: Oh, yeah. Samari Turi. I've seen
1: Turay out there some. And Samurai. Maybe I like Turay, but I think Bo Melton's better. Yeah. I don't know how we got him, but I'm not... I'm so happy right now.
0: Yeah. Turay, Melton, Watson.
1: And uh, holy cow, is that a fast wide receiver yeah. quarter. And we got Dobbs to come in and be the, the kind of more...
0: Like Donald Driver type ones. Yeah. yeah. Oh. So, yeah. It, it's... or. He's like the James Jones to the everyone else's, I can burn you. <laughs> like Craig Jennings, Jordy Nelson running down the field, uh, and then you're like, I'll just get open underneath here. <laughs> yeah, He'd <laughs> be a chain mover. Yeah, and uh, I really like Bo Melton. I think this is a steal. We take him off a of practice squad. I guess Seattle's got some guys, but, man, uh, how did he not see the field? I don't know. I'm excited about it. He can return kicks, too. He can be involved in the special teams game. He's, he's got a lot going on. I really like him as a developmental sort of guy. And He looked great at Rutgers.
1: So. And in the preseason, I don't know if you guys remember, he had his first, first um, catch. He took it for 53 yards after the catch. <laughs> oh, Woo! man. Oof. I'm excited. It's going to be great. All right.
0: Uh, we'll bounce off of that for now. As I said, we'll get into kind of going over Badgers versus Oklahoma State, which should be interesting because Oklahoma State is a real –
1: they're like the Fire epitome bump. of
0: Big Twelve. Yeah, they they throw all the time. They got beat oh by K State, which is the only team in the Big Twelve that plays like they belong in the, them in and in TCU the Big Ten. this year. Yeah. Well, K State plays like they belong in the Big Ten. Serious defense, ball control. Uh I love their running back, dude.
1: <laughs> Five foot six, he's killing it. He's stiff arming right. dudes. Oh, I
0: love it. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, but they just took it to Oklahoma State. It's entirely possible to shut them down. I don't know if the Badgers' corners are going to be the guys to go do it, but, yeah, it could be something. It'll be interesting to see.
1: Uh, I do so, think K-State has better defense than the Badgers, though.
0: This year, yeah, the Badgers' defense hasn't been quite as good this year. It lost a lot of guys, though, so we'll see how the development comes and then having a whole new staff and Fickle being there for this game. Everything. We'll see how things kind of round into next year. Uh, getting uh, – is it Matauer? The, the, guy, the, the, the four-star Texas four-star quarterback, quarterback. – uh, man, that's that's a huge get. Christmas Eve made the announcement. Uh, pulling in a bunch of names recently. The biggest no-name story of this entire thing is PJ Fleck having a press conference about his recruits and then spending a solid several minutes talking about how he found out that he's, got, he's seen the text messages. The Badgers tried to say mean things about his program, I and mean, we don't negatively recruit. Not like those guys. Those guys, I can't believe anybody would do that. Every
1: college program. Negatively recruits. If also, you don't think Alabama talks crap about Texas, Texas okay. A&M, they do all the time. I if, guarantee it. You'd be dumb not to. <laughs> yeah.
0: Right? I mean, like, come on. And if he's the only person in Minnesota not saying mean stuff about Wisconsin, that w- I mean, literally, he would be the only person in Minnesota who doesn't sit there and say mean things about Wisconsin. Minnesota, Minnesota having lived there, Joshua being born there... Um, it seems like the, the the value of the state, uh, the way they judge it is comparing themselves entirely to the people on the other side of the river, most because they're like the neighbors of the really cool fun house, you know, like <laughs> like like they're looking at a bunch of college kids throwing a party and I'm like it's so loud over there, I hate them, I hate them so much over there though. <laughs> the oh, do they have beer?
1: That looks like I'm fun. gonna go buy some.
0: I don't like, them, but I take some of them. Yeah, no, it's. <laughs> Yeah, it's that kind of thing. Like, What is the Minnesota so weird? Sports Talk Radio would, like, bash the Brewers. You're like, they're not even in the same league as you. Like, we play four games against the Twins a year. And, like, nobody, nobody in Milwaukee. Nobody has
1: a problem with the Twins. Like, like nobody
0: all. in Wisconsin
1: is mad at the Twins. Or like,
0: yeah, yeah, I can't, thank goodness the Twins lost to the White Sox. Yeah, that'll show up. Like, well, who cares? <laughs> yeah, we have no. We don't no have we a horse here. <laughs> You're just like, no, man. We don't have a dog in that fight. Um. Moving on a little bit here, we can cover some of this. Again, we don't particularly care about basket, you know, NBA stuff until later on in the year. The only one is this is the Nets. The Nets game was a little rough. Losing to the Celtics on Christmas on Christmas Day. Um that one's more predictable because they're playing they're playing in Boston. Uh, right? Yeah. Yeah, they're playing Boston, playing there against a team that's I know, think like they're last number year's. one in the East right now. They're like last year's Suns. They're yeah. going to roll through the regular season because they super care about the regular season because they lost in the finals last year. And it killed the Suns. Suns had Olympics in there, too. But, I mean, that, that threw off a lot of other things. But the Suns super cared about winning everything last year in the regular season where the Bucks don't anymore. Uh, and they shouldn't.
1: Uh, Celtics really... Yeah, like, we've been there. We've done, we've done that in the regular season. We've been to playoffs. So it's kind of just get there now.
0: The Celtics have just not this group of
1: players in the Celtics. No, I mean uh, the Celtics are really good though.
0: They're yeah, no, twenty four and ten. Bucks twenty two and eleven. It's a Christmas Day game at home. Uh, last year was it? We lost to the Sixers on Christmas Day in Philadelphia, and I think we beat them every other game from there on out. But which yeah. was like two more games. But they got really up for it. This is this is like their championship game. They're they're super into it. Uh the Bucks, you know, I mean, the Bucks didn't, like, not try or anything like that. Uh, Giannis played 35 minutes. Lopez, 32, 37 for Holiday. Uh, still, you know, not seeing a lot from some of these guys. we got to get uh, Holiday healthy or no, um, Chris uh, Middleton healthy and start seeing what the team looks like that way because it changes the entire dynamic of that team to have to have this team out there. Um, I do want to see Grayson Allen do better than over three from three. That's, like, the only reason you have him on this team. It's not, like, his solid defense
1: or anything like that. He's there to shoot. (laughs) He's not a biggest rebounder.
0: (laughs) No. No. I'm trying to see some of this, too. Like, he's he's got to put more up there than that. Grayson Allen, one of two. So he's one of five from three in the last two games. And that's not what you brought him in to do, right? You brought him in to do... You know, to get you some some points and to get you uh, threes specifically and to be involved that way. So that's not an okay use of <laughs> his time there now. Uh, in terms of basketball, the rough one was Marquette getting uh, – I mean, they beat Creighton, but then they lose to Providence. Providence comes in uh, – they're in Providence. Uh, Marquette had just entered the top 25. They lose – 103 to 98 I mean that's an incredible college game yeah, 103 to 98 is, that an, is insane that's an insane amount of scoring um it did go two overtimes which is how that happens uh, because they do play a shorter game it's only 40 minutes to 48 but you had two five minute overtimes onto it yeah that's a that's a rough loss um losing you know at losing in the the, the conference is, is rough to get through and you got to be able to do better than that Iguodaro putting in forty five minutes. Marquette went with kind of their shorter bench in this game. They only brought four guys off the bench. That surprised me. Um, Joplin's getting twenty seven minutes and he gets eighteen points. Besides his eighteen points, there were only four other points from the bench.
1: Yeah, he's he's their their kind of six man.
0: That's not how Marquette plays basketball. It's just no. not. It's not their style. They they need to go in it, and and that's how they keep you under. I mean. Uh, four of the starters for Providence played 40 or more minutes. Uh, <laughs> the other guy played 19, but uh, his backup came in and played 35. So they were like our five on your five. And Marquette kind of obliged for no reason. Uh, Marquette had four, had three players over 40 minutes. Um, and then the other four players out there with uh, 20 or more minutes too. So it's like, that's not Marquette's game. Uh, Prosper only gets eight points. I'm not. He's used-
1: kind of inconsistent, but o- I mean, usually he's really good.
0: Yeah, usually Omax is out there. You, you're
1: counting on double digits from Omax.
0: Yeah, uh, and getting nothing from Mitchell. Like that's what? <laughs> that's shocking. Twenty nine. Like this is where where the game is. Where uh, Kollek, leading scorer with twenty nine points. What is Kollek doing? Leading your team in scoring? That <laughs> they just that's not his thing. Well, they're taking him off their offense. They're not letting the ball get down through Omax. They're not let they're gonna force Igadara and OMAX to have to make, you know, get the ball in tough spots. And they're letting Coleck go because they're pretty sure he can't beat you. And he couldn't this game. Uh, they did come back and beat Seaton Hall. So But I mean 10 and 4 now. The climb begins again for Marquette to get back in that top twenty-five because they belong there. They definitely they do. do. This team is good. Um very excited to, to see more of them as they go through the season. But uh, that's a rough setback because it drops them out of the top 25. We didn't get to see anything from Wisconsin. They, they move up to 15. They're number 15 right now. They will play on the 30th. Their game against Grambling got canceled due to all the weather. Grambling said, nuh-uh. <laughs> <We ain't coming laughs> <up there. laughs> uh So Western Michigan on the 30th uh, for the Badgers. So nothing else to report from them. Most of the rest of the sports were on winter hiatus for college sports uh, at this point. So, we don't have a lot else to really go over. The other big things, uh, I don't think we had anything even Brewer stuff going on, did we? Just, I don't think so. Yeah. Um, just a bunch of recruiting and everything so far this year, and that's what we've been looking for, is watching watching the different players coming into the Badgers at this point. It's been kind of fun. Uh, but, yeah, no, the Brewers, we talked about their big trade last week. They acquired now Miller from the Guardians. They... Uh, Narvaez is now with the Mets. Uh, that's interesting. But
1: the Mets have spent was like a record amount, something yeah. like that. It's, they spent so much money in free agency. Yeah, have not been getting much else in terms
0: of free agency. The Brewers have not been big in it. They have made the one big trade, which definitely helped. Uh, should make them interesting here. But there will be other players who are still available as this goes on. I think they're waiting for prices to drop, probably. I mean, let's let's all be honest about that. That's not irrational for this team to do. But let's see where we are. Yeah. Anything else you can think of this week uh, that you were interested in talking about for sports, Josh?
1: Oh, uh, not really. But next time I come on the podcast, um, I'm gonna I've been watching some this is some it. prospects for you know the Packers and NFL draft. So I'll probably have some ready for next time I come on. Okay. Well,
0: let's do this thing quick since we just we have some of the time here. Uh, New Year coming up. Uh, let's just go with the the big the professional sports teams, okay? So we're going to leave the Badgers out of it. Uh, you're gonna New Year's wish if you're each of these teams, like your your wish for them to to resolve or whatever they're going to do, the thing they need to fix,
1: and that you would love to see happen for first off Packers. Joe Barry gone. Yeah. Are we probably... or, 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 or going realistic?
0: No, no. Mean, I mean, you're wishing, right?
1: We're making. I'm wishing for Joe Barry.
0: To be gone out of Green Bay. All right. Um, yeah, Evero, if we could get him back, it would have been great. We should yeah. have hired him last time. Uh, and we talked about his name on this podcast. We did not talk about Joe Barry because that's a, that's a tough hire. Uh, my first one for the Packers would be, if I had a wish, it would be that Rodgers runs the offense that, you know, Matt LaFleur had been calling the last three years. Run the table. Just – I mean, it's okay to throw short. It's okay to do rollouts. It's, RPO is fine. Sometimes hand it up. Um, that would be my first one. Is I kind of want that? Calm Rogers, who understands that running the offense is what saved his career. Um, okay, so um, Brewers
1: fleece more teams like we did, getting <laughs> William Contreras.
0: <laughs> yeah, um, I want a third baseman. Ooh. Luis Arias has been fine. He's been fine and okay. He's not that.
1: He's not that guy. He's he's like
0: a second baseman or a shortstop guy. He's got a good glove and a little bit of pop. We need more power our third baseman. I want a power hitting third baseman. That's that's the the wish, the desire that I have. The like I resolve that we will go get a third baseman for real. That's my my resolution for the Brewers. If I were them, all right, Bucks. Chris Middleton stays healthy. Okay. Yeah. That's the big one. Um, I think if I were going to go with anything on this, it would be, we need to see more of Marjan Bochamp Because
1: he's so good when he's on the floor.
0: (laughs) I would say you should resolve to play Marjan Bojan. Bud Bud
1: does not play rookies.
0: He's so good. And and we're just getting killed by it. All right. um, And that's, that is all the pro sports. Is we don't have a hockey team. You should we should have a hockey team. This is my resolution. I resolve to put an NHL team
1: in Milwaukee. NHL. I'll stop resolve. being a Winnipeg Jets fan if there is a Milwaukee team.
0: Oh yeah, I, I yeah, <laughs> definitely. I would be there so much because that would be so great. Uh, but yeah, all right, everybody. Uh, first off, thank Josh for coming and helping out. Uh, and try to Absolutely. Fill in, filling in for Aaron here this week. We. Like we said, we'll have more to go over next week because we could talk Badgers. We'll be talking Packers again, and we'll see where we are. Uh, But, yeah, we're getting ready for a bowl game here that uh, by the time you listen to us, you'll know the results, but we haven't heard it yet. So we're still working on it. Uh, We'll thank Aaron when he comes back. It will be good to have Aaron back. We hope everybody had a wonderful Christmas or Hanukkah or whatever it is that you celebrate. Or if you don't celebrate anything, I still hope you had a wonderful period of time here in the last couple weeks. Because it's a rough time of year for a lot of people. It's the darkest times of the year. And it's good to have some support and to find some ways to keep that uh, spirit up, that joy up, uh, even when our sports teams are sometimes making us uh, jump up and down. But on top of that, uh, I hope everybody has a wonderful new year. Uh, Stay safe out there, everybody. And remember, whether you're on the town or on the go, it is always... On Wisconsin. This has been the Scotty Johnny Podcast. Remember to find the boys on Twitter at Scotty Johnny One or online at ScottyJohnny.com. Thanks for listening and on Wisconsin.